Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is Saturday, June 17th of 2023. And on the Saturday after the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we have the Memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the two hearts that have so loved the world. Today's Gospel, proper to the feast, comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 41 through 51. Each year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to the festival custom. After they had completed its days, as they were returning, the boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Thinking that he was in the caravan, they journeyed for a day and looked for him among their relatives and acquaintances, but not finding him. They returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. On the day after the solemnity of the sacred heart, we remember the heart from which that sacred heart took flesh, the immaculate heart of Mary. Speaking of the Sacred Heart, Pope St. John Paul II said that the whole liturgical cycle is enclosed definitively in the heart of the man-god. From it, too, the whole life of the Church radiates every year. Think about that. The whole liturgical year is enclosed in and comes from the Sacred Heart. So by setting the memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary the very day after the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart, The Church highlights not only the importance of Mary's role in salvation history, but also that devotion to the Immaculate Heart is the synthesis of all Marian doctrine and devotion. In other words, our devotion to the Immaculate Heart is like a summary of everything we believe about Mary, just like devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus is like a summary of everything we say about the Incarnation and about Christ. But in order to see why this is the case, let's first examine the importance of Mary's heart in Scripture. And then we can consider the connection between the Sacred Heart that we celebrated yesterday and the Immaculate Heart, which we celebrate today. Now, there's no explicit mention of Mary's heart in the Old Testament. And that makes sense. Mary appears in the New Testament. But nonetheless, many fathers of the Church have pointed to the Song of Songs. And notice that there's two references to heart that stick out. In chapter 5, verse 2 of the Song of Songs, we hear the bride say, I was sleeping, but my heart was awake, the sound of my lover knocking. And later, in chapter 8, verse 6, the bride says, Set me as a seal upon your heart. Set me as a seal upon your heart. Now, some fathers of the church have said that that first phrase, my heart was awake, refers to how Mary contemplated divine things in her heart. Whereas the second, set me as a seal, 
refers to how Christ so marked the Virgin Mary's heart through charity and faith that she was sealed in her contemplation, and her heart was made to resemble her beloved sons. Indeed, we could say that just as Christ is the perfect image of the Father, so Mary is humanity's best image of the Son, since internally and externally, no created soul has so perfectly resembled that source of all grace. And really, we are not surprised to see in the commentaries of the Fathers on the Song of Songs the, the vestiges, like the, the, the imprints, these little traces of devotion to that heart which preeminently loved Christ, and which in charity resembled his divine heart most closely. Now, both of these elements recur in the New Testament as well. In his Gospel, St. Luke mentions Mary's heart twice explicitly, one time of which we heard in today's Gospel. Mary kept all these things in her heart. This would be in keeping with Mary's profound and constant contemplation of the divine mysteries. We can also think of Calvary, where when Jesus was pierced with a lance, Mary was pierced with a sword of sorrow. Now, because of this intimate connection, St. John Eudes, the great preacher of the Sacred Heart, would write that Jesus lives in Mary's body and soul. His heart abides in her heart. His soul in her soul. His virtues, mysteries, and divine attributes are living in her heart. This sharing comes from the profound connection between those two hearts, which is, which is our second point. As one author describes it, he says, the basic spiritual bond between the Immaculate Heart and the Sacred Heart is a bond of love. The love of Christ for men naturally includes, in the first place, his Blessed Mother. And Mary's love for God necessarily includes the love for the second person of the Divine Trinity, her Son. It is because of the nature of Mary's love, and because of what makes up her sanctity, that we can say the devotion to the Immaculate Heart is the synthesis of all Marian devotion and doctrine. The love of Mary, as the foundation and root of all her virtues, and the motivating force which prompted every action in her life, and her holiness, as the underlying foundation of all her gifts and privileges, is the connecting link between her Immaculate Heart and Marian doctrine. In other words, Mary's love for her son is the source of all the graces and blessings she has. For us, then, this memorial is an excellent reminder that all the graces we need flow from Christ through Mary. Jesus entered into the world, he entered into our lives through Mary. And so, Jesus wants to come into our lives even now through Mary. Mary's heart was completely human, but it was completely pure and wholly given to God. How well do our hearts resemble hers in our contemplation? Is Christ the seal set upon our hearts? So today, let's ask our Blessed Mother, through her Immaculate Heart, to grant us the grace to love Christ as she did.